The Detroit Free Press presents Talkin' Lions, your audio home for all things Honolulu blue and silver. Here is your host from the Detroit Free Press, Dave Burkett. Dave Burkett here with Sean Windsor and Carlos Menares. And uh, guys, we've got a little different format for our post-game videos this year. Due to social distancing, we're, we're not at the stadium. We're shooting this a day later from our comfortable homes and uh, I guess we've had a little bit of time to digest what happened yesterday at Ford Field. The Lions of course blow a fourth quarter lead, lose to the Chicago Bears 27-23 and uh, Sean let me just start with you uh, you know as the, the senior sage of, of, of this group right here. What, uh, what to make of that loss? I mean it's one game right one of 16 so uh, we don't want to we don't want to say this this ends the season but it's still got to be pretty heartbreaking for everyone out there. Lions players and coaches included to lose a game the way they did. Well, uh, I don't know if I'm a sage about anything. I, I thought you'd start with Carlos because he has a window as he's waiting for breakfast in bed there. As you can, you can see, I don't know if he likes his eggs sunny side or scrambled or, uh, or probably <laughs> over easy. He used to like him uh, scrambled. Now he likes him sunny side up. He's changed. He? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he has. Right. I mean, he, 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 there's an actually a headline today, Dave, we were just talking about this. Uh, there's a headline out there. Hopefully people are reading it where Carlos wanted to punch his laptop. He was so, what's the word, Carlos? Uh, stunned, angry, upset, crestfallen. That, uh, you know, what, as to what unfolded yesterday, especially when I guess DeAndre Swift dropped the, dropped the touchdown pass. We don't want to pick on poor DeAndre Swift. So Dave, I, I'm with you. I, it's funny. I wrote my initial column, which is kind of, oh, my goodness, these poor folks who love this team who passed this love from generation to generation, they, they didn't even get to wait a week, right? It's right out of the gate. And, and it's not just the loss, and it's not even just the comeback loss. I mean, excuse me, blowing the 21-point lead in the fourth quarter. It's that the win was literally right there in the gut, right? And then you just – they can sneak maybe one of those two, and then maybe they can stun the Saints the following week. That You remember they played Kansas City well last year? I know this is all a pipe dream. I'm just I'm, – I'm desperate to try to find these poor folks some kind of hope, my man. Right, from one uh, Matt Patricia supporter to another, Carlos, what do you? I mean, I forgot that you guys are like family members. I forgot from last year. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm not supporting Matt Patricia. I'm thinking of the pain out there in our region. These poor people. They don't deserve this. Come on, Dave. Don't wish them ill. <laughs> I'm not wishing them ill. I just. I think. I mean, look. It is one week. It is one game. I, I think that's everything you said is 100 percent true. But. Uh, you know, there's still a lot of blame to go around. That that final six minutes was six awful minutes of football. You drop a touchdown pass. You miss a field goal. You throw an interception that you're trying to squeeze in between two defenders. You take a sack you shouldn't have. You have an offsides penalty. You know, the, a questionable call to even go for the field goal in the first place. I think there's, I think there were a lot of mistakes there in that that last six minutes. But Carlos, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the floor over to you here. Um, I don't know how do you, you still coming away feeling pretty bubbly about this season right now? Oh yeah, fifteen and a one. It'll be fine. Um, no, you know what? First of all, let me let me just clarify this, okay? It's not sunny side up. It would be huevos rancheros, okay? I know, Sean. I'll make you some, Dave. I know. I think I'd give you nightmares if you ever tasted them. So I'm not. No, gonna... too way too much flavor for Dave. You can't handle it. Way too much. It's got salt in it. You, it's it <laughs> too spicy. Um, but no, you know. Let me ask you, Dave. This moment in that game that may have made the difference because let's face it. You went through that litany, but if Swift holds on, if he just falls into the end zone holding that ball, 
then it's like, wow, look at the Lions. They, they faced adversity and they overcame it and they stuck with it. That would be the, that'd be the narrative. Well, it, it would be like these Lions got lucky against a terrible, not terrible, against a, a less than mediocre Bears team with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback who they somehow let back in the game after they had a 17-point fourth quarter lead. And they no, were, no, it would be uh, – it I, was I going to be – the, the narrative would have been that it was going to be Samo Lions, but they, they saved themselves. They've learned Back-team. their lessons. This wasn't Arizona last year. They've, you know, so what would it be for you if there was something that could have changed? Uh, punting instead of a 55 yarder, what, what would it be? Yeah, I think that sequence, I don't know if it's one play, but I think that sequence, right? Stafford doesn't take a sack. All of a sudden they're not in, you know, third and 17 or whatever it was. And then, you know, they're not backed up to have to try a 55 yard field goal where Patricia has to make that, that sort of decision. And then, yeah, you know, I was, I was sitting up where the, uh, you know, the, the, the cool kids in the, the top level of the press box yesterday. And when, as soon as that happened, Justin Rogers turned to me and he said, do you, uh, so you punt here, right? You know, just because it's, it's, you know, a 55 yard field goal and it's Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. And, and it was one of those things like four minutes left, pin them deep. So I, I think that sequence right there of the sack going for the field goal, missed field goal. I don't know that there's one play, but that sequence is what I really think. Let me, let me let me ask you guys. My memory's a little fuzzy. Was the sack on second or third down? Sack was on second down, and then that's I, what I thought. That's what I thought. So one thing that's lost in it, because to me that was the. I know the Patricia decision to to kick the field goal was problematic. Obviously, it didn't work. But the sack. I mean, Stafford's been around too long, and he's too good for that. To me, that's worse than the interception, where you're just kind of trying to make a play and it bounces up. It bounces up. I mean, there were quarterbacks in every city that threw. Uh, interceptions yesterday. That's fine. And he talked about that he should have thrown that away. But that was second down. If he throws it away, you can still pick the first up there. So forget the, the you know, punt the defense. They might have been able to score a touchdown there, right? And and that's kind of getting lost. I don't know if they would have. But but to me, I, when that happened and the Carlos was sitting, uh, what, eight feet away, normally would look over and say, okay. I had a bad feeling when uh, when he took that sack. You just, yeah. It just felt like here goes, right? I, uh, I don't have this quote in front of me, and I apologize. I can't minimize the window on, on Zoom to get it. But I wrote this. I alluded to it in the grades, and I wrote it in my Inside the Lions column this morning. It should be up on Freep.com here at some point this afternoon. Kurt Warner, talking to him um, two weeks ago, right, uh, NFL Network, Hall of Fame quarterback, asked him about Stafford. I said, hey, you know, what do you think Stafford can do this season? Do you think this is a year that maybe he finally leads the Lions to some success? And he was like, look, Stafford is more talented than – and just about every NFL quarterback out there, right, has some really great moments, great games. But the one thing he said is that Stafford has uh, ultimately been conditioned to put too much on his shoulders and force these plays because after 12 years of not having a running game and not having a defense and not always having receivers, he's been asked to do so much. And that that quote just ran through my head yesterday that these those were two moments, both of them, where he should have take he should have thrown the ball away. Right. He should not have taken that sack, but he's trying to make a play because as he looks around him, he doesn't have Galladay. You know, his defense is starting to crumble. He just feels the need to have to make this play. And then same thing on the next drive when he tries to squeeze that pass in between two defenders. You know, he set up after the game that, that he wanted that ball back. And, and I think that was just two of those things that maybe like Warner said, because it's been so much has been asked of him for so long to carry this team. No, that's a great point. Hey, Carlos, I mean, to me, another thing that got lost in this is Swift dropped it. But he got open, right? When, when, and, the, and the Bears are trying to squeeze it there, right? You know, and they're play, playing the end zone because there's no time left. And he still got open. 
I mean, right? If he catches that, that's another thing we're thinking about. Wow, because we, we knew uh, – we didn't know because you, you – I mean, Dave was probably watching film when uh, Swift was a, a sophomore at Georgia. But uh, but Carlos and I, we, we, we were relying on other scouts, uh, right? We, we don't scout ourselves so much maybe. But uh, he came in, right, Dave, with a reputation as somebody who could run routes and, and had soft hands. I mean, so that was kind of a fluke, I would say. Well, I, you know what? I mean, I, I don't buy this Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner is a quarterback apologist. Let's just be honest here. Um, Stafford trying to do too much himself. You know, I mean, he's had amazing defenses. They've, you know, added pieces. I mean, they've drafted running backs in the second round, what, two out of three years. They've added Adrian Peterson. I mean, quarterbacks have to do a lot. They have to be, you know, pocket aware. They have to be situationally aware. You know, they're going to make mistakes. Nobody expects Stafford to be perfect. Um, and he threw a great ball to Swift. They should have won that game. I mean, that game really was won. Um, but, you know, I, don't, I just don't buy this that, you know, he, they've asked him to do too much. You and I, Dave, we've talked about this a lot. And you and I know Calvin Johnson was running free in Dallas right across. Make sure everyone out there checks it out. I talked to Matthew, sat down with Matthew Stafford with an iPad with video of the game. I know. I know why we threw that was because that's where the play goes in practice. Right. And that's what Scott Linehan said every single time in practice. That's where it's designed to go. Right. And you're right. Kelvin was running, you know, free running on that, that crosser. But when he's the third option and you think you have Pettigrew open, that's who you throw the ball to. So his he's eyes the, don't automatically he's go. He's the greatest receiver in Lions history Look, running free. No, I'm just explaining off. why he threw it. I'm not saying that, that that was the right move. He wasn't trying to draw a PI. That's where the play was going. Right. I think that there's just – you know what? I mean, I think Stafford's a really good quarterback. I think he's capable. He's smart. He's durable. Um, he ran a little too much for my taste yesterday, possibly, you know, getting hurt. Um, took some chances he shouldn't have. And that's where I want him to be smarter. You know, and, you know, I think that, that there were a lot of cases. I don't think this was on Stafford at all. Um, but I just disagree that the Lions, that, that, that it's been put upon him that, hey, Matthew Stafford has to carry us. That's it. We're not going to draft running backs. We're not going to draft tight ends. Well, we're not going to, you know. Drafting they running backs and drafting tight ends doesn't mean that they're any good. They haven't had a thousand-yard rusher. They've had one in his tenure, obviously, your boy. Ray. And they've had one good defense, Carlos. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be with Dave here. I know you're, you're Patricia's guy now, and, and maybe he's frustrated but uh, with his quarterback, although I doubt it. But uh, they've had one good defense, right? I mean, one really good defense. Out of how many years? Yeah, 12. No, for sure. No, you're right. Stafford's not perfect, but. But he made the plays, um, despite the mistakes, he still made the plays to win the game. Yeah, for he sure. Did. Did. But I don't think – I mean, last year, what do they, they finish in defense? What was it years ago? Was it 10th and yards? I mean, they haven't had completely horrible defenses. They haven't Carlos. had – you know, they've had good they've kickers. Had terrible they've had... in defense the last two years. <laughs> what, what Lions have you been watching? <laughs> what was it that they were finished um, – they finished 10th in uh, – was it against the run? I don't know. They had a top 10 stat against the run, I think, a couple of years ago. Okay, and they're giving up 400 yards in the year. But go ahead. When Snacks came back, right, or when they, when they got Snacks. Anyway. For half a season, they were mediocre. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I think that they're – I think that, you know, he – you know, let, I don't want to turn this into a whole Stafford discussion, right? But, you know, Eric Ebron's trash. He goes to Indianapolis, and he's a pro bowler. Like – why does that happen? You know, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I mean, they, they, they've tried to give him help. And 
does he do, – I mean, it's all, it always sounds with Stafford like he needs three Pro Bowl receivers, an all-pro right, uh, running back, and two all-pro possibly Hall of Fame tackles to make that offense work. You know, like it's just year after year. And the offense does well. He does well with the offense. It's just – in these crucial moments, sometimes, you know, they don't have enough. And this is, this is why I was going to punch the laptop. Cause it seemed like they did everything right. I mean, Adrian Peterson, you know, he 93 yards, right. I mean, off the street, no time to practice. And yeah, you know, gave me the ball. Yep. He made great runs. I just couldn't believe that this was happening. Like, and it's Mitchell Trubisky, you know, like yet again. Hey, let me ask you guys this, to this idea that, um, yeah, the mistakes were made, but but they get the lead. They're up twenty-one in the fourth quarter, and they back off a little bit. Uh, a lot of a lot of people that love this team, um, a lot of fans, get that have that sense, right? That, that that goes back to even last year that they were getting conservative. That that's the mo of Patricia. What, what, what do y'all think of of that idea? Is that just really sense that to be the case yesterday? I mean, again, the one drive that ended with. Uh, the field goal, we're talking about that on, on a second down because he took a sack, right? You know, I mean, they were trying to be aggressive and right. you have to balance that with, with running the ball. And I think Adrian Peterson, you know, great Lions debut there. Um, you know, you, you'd like to keep him uh, involved in the fourth quarter and you want to make sure you think that, he, you know, he's the type of guy that can get yards. He's averaging four or five yards a carry. So you want to keep feeding him the ball. But I didn't get the sense that was the case yesterday. I didn't, I didn't think so, at least. I don't know how Carlos feels about that, but I certainly found a little bit of fault with him doing that last year. I think I think it got a little bit more conservative, and I think you're right, Sean. It's kind of baked into NFL. This is why games are always close or usually close in the NFL because once you're on, you have a lead, you run the ball, they load the box up, and then it's three and out. You know, maybe you get a you know. So it's kind of a perfectly designed game in that way to always have close games. Um, but yeah, I think they did try to keep passing. They were conservatively aggressive, I guess, is what you could kind of say, you know, and, and, and Prater going, giving him a chance. Patricia loves Matt Prater and he's been kicking well. And we see Prater kick 60 yarders like it's nothing in practice. So, you know, to give him a chance for a 55 yarder, he been, he made all three uh, field goals at that point. Right. So um, yeah. So like, let's give him a shot nail in the coffin and it, it just didn't work. I'll say this, the one, the one uh, coaching decision early in the fourth quarter that I wasn't a fan of when we're talking about this, you know, play calling dynamic and being too conservative was, I think it was after the, uh, the first touchdown drive by the bears, a series to start each half, you know, and, and he wasn't that effective in AP Carlos, as you said, he ran for 90 yards, you know, his debut, he's the guy that should have been out there at that time. Uh, I understand playing Swift late because he's your receiving back and he's going to be a dynamic player in time, I think. But AP is the guy that should have been out there early in the fourth quarter when the Lions and, did. And why do you think he was out there and not AP? Well, I, I assume it's because, look, um, when Adrian Peterson is there for three days of practice, he only has parts of the playbook in, right? So, you know, I don't, I don't know that they were in their, their four-minute offense at that time. I don't think so. Again, I, I have to go back and watch the tape to kind of see the dynamic of it. But maybe it was just – that part of the offense of the, the game plan was designed for carry on. And, and that's why he was there. But to me, that's a sense thing, right? When you have a guy like Adrian Peterson, who's running really well, who's a veteran, right? It's not like this is some rookie that's going to be blinded by the big lights in the stage of a fourth quarter close game. I mean, this is a future hall of famer we're talking about. I want to see him on the field getting the ball. Oh, think, oh, oh, go ahead, Carl. Sorry. I, and I think, you know, to me, it felt like a little bit when they were, when he was running and carry on was just not very effective he got kind of almost arm tackled on that series. Um, and it's like, I told Sean, 
AP is not getting arm tackled on that run. Um, it felt almost like, okay, we're up, whatever it was at that point, you know, 10 points or something. And, and uh, you know, like, well, let's give it to carry on because let's face it. They like him. He's a good soldier. Uh, you know, we're up by enough, you know, it's kind of a, almost a political move to me. It felt like, I hope it's not, but at that point it's like, man, AP's the horse. He's getting it done. Let's not even fool around with this. And I understand, you know, you want to limit the miles on all your running backs as much as you can. And if you have a big lead, it does make sense, but you could kind of see the ineffectiveness of carry on there. They're loading up the box and everything. So you're right. I would have liked to have seen AP close it out. Like don't even, let's not even leave a doubt there. You know I mean? If you're up, yeah, it's like the last series or two series, you're up 20 points. There's three minutes left. Yeah. Throw carry on in there, throw whoever you want, you know, but at that point there's you're at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Like don't even let the door crack open a little. All right. So let's, uh, uh, let's spin uh, this forward. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sean. No, I, w- I was going to do the same. I, I wanted to ask you guys, you know, about the season. Is this, is this, can you still get the nine and seven? Cause I, I think you both predicted that. Before I did, before we talk about that, I just wanted to ask you, Carlos, I noticed nothing on Dave's walls, maybe two rooms back, there's something hanging up. Is that the same kind of brain process where we're not salting our food? In other words, we just want everything bare. Right they're, they're on is, this wall. Is, is that what's going on there, Carlos? Set up. I've got a window right here, right? <laughs> These doors behind me, right? This wall right now is pretty blank, but I do have pictures of the kids right, right Okay, here. okay. I just was curious. I'm just, you know. No, no, no. This is, Sean, you're right. It's on brand. It's white walls, uh, white furnishings, white. It's the, it's, this is on brand for Next week. Next week, I'm going to sit, I'm going to turn around. I'm just going to hold the laptop. Okay. That way I can get it. No, so yeah, so big picture. So what do you get? Can they still get the nine and seven after yesterday? Carlos, I mean, go ahead. I don't know. Probably have them going 11 and five now, but go ahead. I want to hear, I want to hear your. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and, you know what? The big, the, my big takeaway was this is, you know, nobody wants to hear about moral victories or whatever, but the Lions were down three starters on their defense, you know, like midway through that game, pretty much, right? With Coleman. Had a real good game for the Bears, too. Well, Desmond Trufant. And you're not going to talk about, I'm not, I think 97 is definitely still possible for sure. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, as we talk about sort of spinning this forward, I mean, I, I came away with, you know, I, I don't know, I, I seem to say this, you know, occasionally at the start of seasons, no matter what happens, is that, you know, the Lions kind of are who we thought they were to, you know, a certain extent. Like the defense was, even though they, they held the Bears to, to two field goals, uh, really through the first three quarters, I, didn't, I wasn't particularly impressed with the Lions defense, still not getting any pressure on the, the opposing quarterbacks, you know, they're they given up a lot of yards. It looked like Trubisky being the, the mediocre Mitch that he is kind of shot himself in the foot a couple of times and, and, you know, really missed on some plays. So I, I was not impressed with their defense, the offense, even though they had their own problems, right? Three, three and outs in the first you know five drives installed in the red zone a couple of times. I still came away thinking like this offense is going to be really good when Galladay's here because Think about it. Quintus Cephas, I think he had 10 balls thrown away. He caught three of them. Him and Stafford just weren't in sync yesterday, right? I mean, Peterson with the running game, that, that seemed to give me a little bit of a, you know, a confidence boost in what this off- offense can be. And the fact that they protected Matthew Stafford fairly well up front uh, made me think again that when, when Galladay is back, this offense is going to be good. Now, the, the flip side is, and, and I know we've talked about this before, this is not an easy, you know, road coming up for this team before the bye. I mean, at Green Bay – 
Cardinals are sort of the, the it team right now. I mean, that's, you know, in the lines of that's been a house of horrors for them down in Arizona. And then you come home before the bye and you get probably the best team they did against the Patriots two years ago and the Chiefs last year. Um, so, you know, one loss, as heartbreaking it is, as it is, does not um, ruin the season yet, but you're behind the eight ball, no doubt. And it's a tough road ahead if you're going to get to, you know, reach your goals and, and, for that matter, if you're Patricia and Bob Quinn, if you're going to save your jobs for 2021. Do you think that they win one of these next two games, either one of you? I think they have to. I mean, yeah. I do too. But yeah. It's just tough to, you know, I mean, you know, if, if I'm looking at the odds, the odds are probably, you know, Green Bay is going to be favored to win that and Arizona is going to be favored to win that and New Orleans is going to be favored to win that. But um, it's just the way the NFL works, uh, you know, that, that doesn't always – uh, play out, you know, according to numbers. So yeah, I do think the Lions win one of these these next two games. But Carlos, you're right about the the secondary, and and I, you know, I will grant that 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 was an issue yesterday. The the injuries that they had, losing somebody in game is different than not having them going into the week. And you're gonna about to face the three best quarterbacks on your schedule, and you're gonna have maybe Jeff Okuda at one cornerback position, who's, you know, he's a really talented guy, but probably not quite ready yet. And then. Amani at the other one and, you know, who knows? I mean, Tony McRae, Daryl Roberts, whatever that collection of cornerbacks is, that's not good when you're going up against Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams and, you know, DeAndre Hopkins and the quarterbacks you're facing. So uh, Lions are, you know, they're in a, a bit of a hole right now and they really need a, a good week or two here to, to make that happen. Yeah, I think, I think that um, I'm not – I'm not too By the concerned. Way, new rule, new rule on our videos. Next time Sean's son comes into the room, you have to introduce him to us, okay? Okay. Trying to sneak past us, him. Introduce him to the crowd. Introduce he him. was trying to sneak past there, wasn't he? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. my kids do it all the time. Well, yeah. well, you know, it's the time of COVID, so universities are in our homes, right? Basically. Yeah. Hey, that's Sam, everybody. He's walking by trying not to get noticed. <laughs> there you see, Carlos, we got Sam from you. Carlos has his parakeet that chirps during some of our, uh, our Zoom questions. And next time my kids come running down the stairs, they're not here right now. They're, uh, they're out at school. But next time they do it, we'll have them stop by and say hi. Well, let me ask you this guy. With, uh... Ask Sam a question while he's on camera now. Sam, come here. Come here, Sam. <laughs> Carlos has a question for you about the game. Okay. <laughs> What game? The Lions game. Uh, <laughs> ask away, Carlos. Sam, is your dad generally right or wrong about it, the Lions? <laughs> well, it depends on what he's writing about, but probably probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. We approve of that one. <laughs> is that the answer you wanted? He's very interesting. Yes, I totally agree with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Sam Windsor joining us here. For yeah. Bye, Sam. <laughs> See you guys. Let All right, let's, you, uh, let's wrap this up. Go, 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 I wanted to ask you guys this is just after yesterday, are you more encouraged or less encouraged about this team after you, we saw them in the first game of the year? They're on one. You have to be less encouraged. They lost. They blew a big lead. How can you be more encouraged? Well, there were a lot of questions, but you know, about the defense and the offense and whatever. So you're less encouraged after everything in totality. Me and the rest of Detroit. Yes. Okay. What about you, Sean? I actually think if we're, if we're going to judge in the context of this regime, the Quinn Patricia regime, they look better than yesterday than, than I think they really have in the last couple of years. I, I, I'm with you, Dave. I think they have the chance to have the best offense that they've had in the last three years. That's indisputable, right? They, and as Carlos says, if Swift did this in New England, 
if they can be opportunistic here and there and score those points, then yeah, you can see your way to eight, nine wins. So in some way, um, they kind of, you said they are what they thought were, that, 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 that we thought they were. They, I think they are in, in maybe an okay way, even though it was a crushing, crushing loss. How about you, Carlos? Mr. I'm, a little, I'm a little more encouraged because I think T.G. Hawkinson had a pretty good game. You know, they didn't have Vitae, and Khalil Mack didn't sack Stafford 10 times, and they added the protection. They chipped over there a lot, but still. Um, and they didn't have Kenny Galladay, you know. So they lose the, the three defenders. I mean, I think they, they should have won that game, you know. And the Bears are not an amazing team or anything. But I didn't have any – glaring I mean the, the the run defense is what I thought it was going to be there was really not that much improvement inside on the tackle position um, that's going to be a problem but otherwise if they have the players that they were hoping to have in that game throughout the whole game in the secondary Jamie Collins uh, I think they win this game you know so I don't have any major concerns with this team after this game I feel like there's more um, I really liked what AP did. I liked what Hawkinson did. If they get Kenny Galladay back sometime soon, that, that should bode well for them. No major concerns. You heard it. They just blew a 17-point fourth-quarter lead, lost to a below-average Chicago Bears team with one of the most mediocre quarterbacks in the NFL. Carlos, no concerns. <laughs> well, they're going to be 0-4 in a month. I'll say Facebook Live, but just on Freep.com now. And uh, we'll probably do another one of these next week or going forward. We'll make these a fairly regular occurrence for us here on Zoom. That'll do it for Sean Windsor, Carlos.